Hey yo, welcome back to the Danger Knock podcast, hosted by Acronym. Man, I should be telling myself welcome back, but this time, no, you know what? I'm not apologizing to you guys. It's a goddamn pandemic right now, and you take what you can get, all right? Um, life has been hard for a lot of people. Um, I can't complain, because seeing what's been going on in the world, just gotta be grateful for what we do got. Um, but yeah. I'm back for now. I don't know when the... We're, we're not going to think about next episode or future episodes. You're here with me right now. Just listen to me. Enjoy me right now. All right? This is like a very weird thing right now. I feel like every time I start a podcast, I feel like, oh, do I even know how to do this anymore? But then I'm like, oh, do you know how to talk anymore? I'm like, yeah, I know how to do that. All right, okay. Then just hit record. So that's exactly what I'm doing right now. Um, But yeah, here I am. This podcast is actually um, a month late. I was planning to record this a month ago, and basically everyone who listens to this podcast knows me personally, so they know that um, that I went to L.A. for my birthday a month ago. Um, and I was planning to have this recorded over there because um, my homie Justin... God, you know what? This is a, this is a, this is a shout out to Justin right now. Justin Valentine is the dopest person ever. He hosted me while I was in LA. Me and him go back to our college day. Well, I don't even. God, I sound like a goddamn boomer. College days. The hell, that was like a year ago. Anyways, me and Justin are really, really good homies. Um, he, like, was an amazing host because he just recently moved out to LA over the summer. So I got to go visit him, and honestly, I had. Probably one of the best birthdays ever. Like, it was just amazing. And I'm planning on heading back um, very soon. So, and then that's when we'll have our actual podcast episode together. Might even film that one. Who knows? Um, but yeah, shout out to Justin Valentine at Instaspot, I think. Yeah, Insta underscore spot. So go follow him. Check him out. He's really cool. And you'll be hearing a lot of Justin stories on this episode because... I'm going to be talking about that trip specifically. But before I get into um, my trip to LA, I just want to talk about what I did today, first of all. So it's so it's so typical of me to like get it. I get like bouts of like motivation and like inspiration to like do shit like out of nowhere. So my motivation to start running now has decided to come at the end of the summer. And I don't have a gym membership. I don't know if I'm, if I'm going to be getting one soon or not because of the whole pandy going on right now. But I I do like running outside, but I don't like running in the cold because it hurts my baby lungs. So, but, and it's just now like teetering into cold weather. We had like one good weather day again on Friday, yesterday. And I think we're we're using up all our good weather coins, like... Global warming gave us some extra extra time to play with, but now it's like we're seeing the cold horizon slowly come. So, yeah, I, I decided to go on a run today. And first of all, let me tell you something, all right? I have no way of comprehending how people can run multiple miles. <clears throat> like, I I ran one mile today. And literally, I was like, I was like, listen, I'm gonna take my glasses off. I was, ha I had to channel 
like my inner David Goggins, the guy who runs like a hundred plus miles marathons. And I'm like, yo, you're tough. You can finish this. Don't quit. Don't be a bitch. And I'm like sniffling and I'm like hardly breathing. And I'm like going at like three miles per hour. And I'm like, and then I hit the one mile point and I'm like, yeah, good job. Like you did a good job. You made it. And then I'm like, damn, it's only a mile. People do this for like, people warm. So there's people who, who are out there who warm up with like four to six miles. Like, oh, there's a quick warm up and shit. Uh, literally, I, 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 I like sat on the curb of some random <clears throat> person in my neighborhood. And I was like, I'm just like, just sitting. And people are walking by like, what is this kid doing? Just sitting on a curb. Meanwhile, I think the other people were out of their house and that family looked like where they were not my family. So they're like, this is just a random creature just sitting on the side of the road. But sorry, I took a swig. But um, but yeah, so I hit I, when you're like running, they like they say this thing called there's this thing called runner's high where after you hit a certain threshold, like it's like becomes like euphoric. To be like running let me tell you something i never felt that all right i feel runners lows all right low very low my heart my, my heart rate might be high um but my lung capacity is not but let me i, I have the nike run app let me tell you what my freaking mile time was it was like i barely grazed under um nine minutes or, or ten minutes um okay let me check let me check let me check 955 let me tell you something do you know how much how embarrassed i would feel if i started hitting 10 digit miles again or not 10 digit i'm a fucking dumbass double digit minute double digit minute miles i don't want to be a double digit minute minute mile person all right i want to be a fucking single well, yeah, well, I want to be a sub seven minute mile person. All right. That's what I want to be. And I'm, I'm even less concerned with the distance that I travel. I am more concerned with the time within the minute. Those are the numbers I care about for some reason. But to combat that and to kind of get myself out of that comfort zone. Right. Oh, and I've been rec- I recently saw that found out about this channel called Yes Theory, and like, I am obsessed with them. Like, and their whole concept of their YouTube channel is like seeking discomfort, and they do like either social like discomfort, or they do like even physical activities that put them in a position of discomfort. And one of them met he like go like went on like half Ironmans and Ironmans, and like Amar, another one of the people from the group, like went on a marathon with like no training so i'm like you know what god damn if they can do it i can do it right so then that's part of the reason why i kind of had that surge of motivation today to go run but listen let me tell you fuck what my heart like it feels like it feels like there's like a creature that grabs it and squeezes it and holds it tight like with nails whenever i'm running right i'm over exaggerating but i'm really not honestly because i feel like fuck I can, my legs will keep going, but my heart will be like, yo, and I don't have a heart condition. It's just, I just am a very lazy bitch and I don't have any endurance. So I'm going to build that back up. My world record mile time for myself. 
how could there be a world record for yourself? Anyways, um, was like seven thirty-eight, maybe? No, no, no. That's maybe too far. It was sub eight, I think. I I have it somewhere. It was sub eight, and I was ecstatic. I was like, "Yo, fucking who's Usain Bolt? I don't know him. Like, I'm a beast." But I'm trying to get sub seven. But before that, another thing, I need to get motivated by like things that are kind of like dumb you know like it so i saw this thing online where it was like an instagram ad but um for those who know me they know that i love batman right so there was like this thing online where it's like a batman run channel challenge and it's like a virtual run i guess in the past they used they had it in person but obviously because of corona they can't do that anymore but um it's virtual so they gave me like i have it right here i'm looking at it it's like a running badge, and then I got a bunch of other gear with it. I had to pay those. So I mean, obviously they're not gonna give you free shit for no reason. But I signed up for this run. I got a cool like running sweater. I got a cool like kind of I mean kind of cheap like running hat. And then, but most of all that I love, I got this like running mask that like you put over your face and like it'll keep you like your air warm or whatever when you run. And that oh my god, that's what I needed. That's basically the reason why I signed up for this whole thing. It was just to get that thing for the most part actually because whenever i run in the cold it like like it feels like icicles are forming in my chest and it makes it so much harder i'd rather run in 100 degrees rather than run in 60 degree weather to be completely honest with you and and i've been having this argument with other people too especially like um going into the winter right now like whenever people say like i'm a winter person or like ew i don't like summer it's so hot i'm like shut the f oh my god I'm a very, listen, I'm a very tolerant person, but I'm very intolerant about certain things. And when people are like prefer the cold, I just cannot understand that. It is, it, excuse me, it is beyond me. I have, it's like, and I understand the argument well when it's hot, right? Like you can like, hold on. Oh. Excuse me. Um when it's hot like i understand the argument well you could there's only a certain limit of like you can take off your clothes but you'll still be hot and when it's cold you could just layer and layer until you're warm listen i understand it but how about this how about i don't want to be layered how how about i don't want to be restricted how about the air doesn't physically you're you are it feels more of a burn in the cold than it does in the heat like when that cold wind hits your face and you're waiting at the bus stop and you miss your bus by 32 milliseconds, and the bus driver is like chucking the deuces in the rearview mirror as he drives off, right? And then the, the 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 wind is seeping through your pants, and your legs are burning from the cold. How oxymoronic is that, huh? And you can't your 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 fucking nose hairs are getting sharp because they're getting frozen. So when you breathe in, you're getting little like little microscopic needles in your nose. Like what happened to freaking Doctor Strange in Infinity War, and then um, what else happens? Your eye, your eyes start freezing, and your eye can, you can't blink, right? And you can't have to you have to face a different direction because this the the wind is blowing and it's cold, and like you're physically shaking, right? Because you can't handle it. And then sometimes I remember when I was younger, it happened more often, but my ankles would start hurting. It was like it was like um someone was like. 
make turning my ankles into like glass and just like like not breaking them but like squeezing them to like a tension where they're about to break and i'm like yo this is just because of the weather right i ain't never felt nothing like that from the heat when you go out and it's hot it's like oh damn it's hot and that's it when it's cold it's like oh fuck are we gonna survive and obviously i know you can get heat stroke and obviously i know being in the sun itself can physically damage your skin I know all that. Well, all I'm saying is that it's a lot more fun when it's hotter than when it's colder, right? But, and that leads into kind of my story of the day, which is my trip to LA and I got bars for days. All right. Well, I can't rhyme day with day. Fuck. I haven't rhymed. I haven't rapped in a long time. I'm losing it. But anyways, so... I was originally planning on doing this immediately when I came back, but obviously, like, one, I'm lazy. Two, I get very down and sad. And when you get down and sad, you can't be. It's hard for me to pretend to be happy and be like, "Oh, hey, jolly good time on the podcast." So then it's hard to record the podcast, and then it's hard to get everyone out the house so I can record in quiet and peace. So there's a lot of factors before you start yelling at me, even though you guys probably don't even care. But I'm. I'm just prefacing that. But anyways, so I'm going to run you through from start to finish as much as I can remember. And I have my pictures and my phones to jog my memory in case I forget what the hell happened on that trip. But to start, um, whenever it comes to like the end of summer, I usually get a lot of anxiety because then my birthday's coming up and my birthday's in the beginning of September, right? And I get a lot of anxiety when my birthday comes around. I probably talked about this before on a previous podcast, but I can't remember. But I get a lot of anxiety because I feel like um, I don't know if I had, had had done enough in the year prior to make it look like, to make it like that this year was like a worth it year. Like this year was a a year that I had new experiences and and grew a lot as a person and had a lot of like cool shit happen. Because I think of my life as like a book, right? And like what happened in this chapter, Right. And um, when I was turning 23, I felt less of that kind of anxiety because I had started the podcast and I was do- doing other things. So and then um, I had recently gotten a job and everything. And so I was like, you know what? It's a good year. So I didn't have that anxiety. But this year, because of the whole COVID crisis, um, us being stuck at home for like a majority of the year. And then I was like, damn, like, although I did kind of it was a time that like I was able to self-reflect and actually take a step back and like reevaluate my life and what my goals are and what I'm currently doing. So that was good. But then I also had that kind of feeling of like, damn, I didn't do anything. Right. And then that, that anxiety comes in like, Oh wow. This 23 is just about to be this age of 23 is just about to be thrown in the garbage. Right. Like just an asterisk year where like nothing happened. I'm like, no, I can't allow for that to happen. So I try to do as much as I can internally i should have been made making more podcasts but then man it's kind of hard I, like as i explained earlier but so i was like you know i need to do something i need to like just get out and like do something and then i'm like yo if this is perfect because my homie justin right i've i've been meaning to see him and i've I'll, like i make promises to people like hey i'm gonna see you like see you soon like my friends back in cali and my friends in new york but then i never like it's always something that happens and i just never get to it and then i'm like yo i can't be doing that like, I need to see my friends. I just saw, well, not just saw, but like a couple months ago, my homie Doug, right? He um, 
one of my close friends as well. Oh yeah, you freaking know Doug if you listen to episode what was it? Four or five? I don't know. But Doug when he he was on the podcast um talking about his trip to Alaska. And so like I like surrounding myself with people like Doug, like Justin and just like like the people who are willing to go on adventures and it takes um effort to do that. And so I was like I'll drive 2 hours to see Doug in Wisconsin. I don't care. That's my homie. I'll go see him. Right? And also, I'll take a flight to go see my homie Justin in LA. Right? I'm like, why not? Why not? I mean, pandemic aside, why not? You know? So that was like part of this <clears throat> God damn. Why am I? I'm still like I'm still reeling from the effects of running a singular mile a couple of, a few hours ago. That's how not in shape I am. But I'm gonna get there, right? I'm gonna be I'm gonna have a fighter's body. I'm gonna look good. But anyways. <clears throat> well, I'm gonna pause this so I can like clear this phlegm. All right, all right, I'm back. Okay, so where was I? Oh yeah, so I was like, you know, I need to be adventurous. I need to go. I need to do things. I need to have experiences because this is this is not it. I gotta, I gotta live the life that the younger me was expecting me to live at this point. I can't be letting younger, uh, younger version of me, young acronym. I can't be letting him down. I gotta be doing cool shit. So I was like, all right, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to book this flight. And I'm a dumbass because I was like, yo, you know what? It's been, it was like 160 bucks round trip for like weeks. And then what? I was like planning and planning and planning. I was like, you know what? I'll wait till tomorrow. I'll just book it tomorrow. You know, obviously the way my luck is set up the next day, it jumps up a hundred bucks for no reason. But actually, I mean, I was like three weeks out, but like three weeks out, it's cutting it close. <clears throat> in terms of prices. But I thought no one was going to be fine. So I was like, you know, I'm chilling, dog. But it jumped up. So I was like, no, fuck it. I'm going to buy it now before it jumps up again. And then I can't, I once again failed to make a trip. You know, so I took that L. But I tried to not think about it. I was like, you know what? Who cares? Like, you enjoy the trip. Money comes and goes. Go live your life. Right? Um. So then I booked the flight. And I specifically... So this is where the fuckery begins. I specifically paid extra to United to pick my seats, you know? And first of all, they already got a whole bunch of stupid, idiotic rules now where you gotta, like, pay to have a carry-on now. Like, there's no carry-on. Yo, I'm gonna be just flying to LA with a small backpack? Are you dumb? Like, no. I, I put on one backpack that was huge that apparently just barely didn't fit limits, so I had to check that in. And so I had to pay extra for that. And then on top of that, when I get my ticket, right, with the seating number, I'm like, this is not the number I chose, right? And then apparently they have full right to just be changing your seats, I guess, even if you pay because of reasons I don't know. And then so, but on the way back, I I did get my seat, like the seat I chose, but the way there, I didn't. And so they put me in between two dudes. The seat I chose was a seat of, within, of like, a two seat section, right? So I'm limiting that my like interaction, right? And I was on the edge of the two seat facing the more open air. I was like, yo, this is a perfect setup, right? Because the air in an airplane is filtered, right? And so the air circulating is fine, but you still like when you're sitting next to someone, you never know, you know, like it's going to get to you before it gets to the circulation. So I try to be super duper smart and a safe passenger on this trip and they screwed me over. So I was already mad sitting in between two people, right? 
And I didn't even, like, they were giving out snacks. Like, oh, you can take off your masks to, like, snack and eat and shit. I'm like, uh, uh, what? Then what is the point? So I kept my I kept mine on. And luckily, I mean, I don't know. I think the people next to me kept theirs on, too, for the most part. And, like, they weren't talking. So I was chilling. So it was, it was fine. But that kind of gave me a little bit of an anxiety, like, on 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 going there. Because I, I didn't take my mask. I, I got to the airport, right? Put my mask on before I even walked in the airport. And I didn't take my mask off until I got to LAX and um, got out of the airport there. Then I took my mask off. And literally, this is this was so messed up. I waited all that time, right? And then I get to LA and I get out of kind of LAX outside and I take my mask off and I take a deep breath that I'm expecting to be of fresh air. I was bamboozled, right? I was led astray. The, the air over there was so bad, I literally, it hurt my lungs to take that big deep breath. I was like, oh, ooh. I felt like someone just like, <clears throat> I felt like a, like, a, like a really strong six-year-old punched me in the chest. And I was like, damn, like what the hell is going on? Like I almost wanted to just put my mask on again, just to fucking breathe outside, the outside air. But, and and I, a big part of this whole trip, I'll tell you, um, as I continue this story, was the air quality. But let me tell you, it was not good. And I, the one is due to the fact that LA already has a smog problem. But also, there's a lot of fire. There was a lot of fires that I don't even know if they're still going on. Sometimes people just stop talking about things, so you don't even know if it's still happening. But like the fires were like really kind of big at that time, and it was really affecting the air quality, and it was hitting me hard, you know. And I felt I started feeling like, well, I'll get into that later. Oh, I hit the mic. My bad. Um, but yeah, so I land, um, how I'm like masked off. I'm eating the snacks that I had sanitize, sanitize, earth thing. They, they made my backpack dirty. I was pissed. But, um, and then a few minutes later, Justin comes, picks me up. Um, and so what, what is the, what is the perfect thing to do when you land in LA for the first time in a long time? This was my first time taking an actual trip around and seeing, I guess, no. Like, having a trip to L.A. for the purpose of L.A. I've been to L.A. once before for a day, and we saw, like, Beverly Hills, but I didn't get to see, like, the city city. So, so we land there. First thing we do, obviously, is go to In-N-Out. Man, the line for In-N-Out was mad long. Um, It wasn't even near the airport, I don't think. It was just mad long for no reason. But I had In-N-Out, got there. Honestly, yo, look, In-N-Out is all right, okay? Like, it's... Like, I don't, I don't want to be, like, Debbie Downer, like, it's, it's not bad, but it's overhyped. Like, it's just all right. It's a burger. But, like, it has that kind of, like, kind of aura of, like, oh, my God, Cali, in and out you know? But I'll eat it. I'll eat a lot of things. <laughs> but it's, like, it just felt like you had to kind of do it. And then so we took the in and out First thing we did. Wow, I'm kind of, like, now that I'm talking about it, I'm actually remembering what happened. So Justin and I, we grabbed the in and out We started driving started catching up and everything it was great to see him like it's just it's crazy like when you realize like how long it has been since you like you've seen your friends um because i had seen him right before he moved and we were talking about his trip but and i'll let him talk about his experience next time he's on the pod might even do a zoom podcast maybe don't hold that against me but so we take we take um our in and out we head to the beach we head to venice Right, so now this is my first time seeing Venice and everything, and honestly, my first reaction was like, "How? 
not like how large the beach was and not even just like lengthwise but like the width of the beach is like very large and it caught me off guard because i'm used to going to like lake michigan where you have like a certain section of beach and it's like still a beach but like you could you could like you're always like never too far from walking back onto like solid land of like a concrete or grass you know but over there it's like a vast distance between the actual ocean and like the walkway area and i was like whoa this like this is hella sand it's such a stupid thing to think but i was like whoa like this is like a pretty large area you know when you see like the aerial views you may not be able to tell as easily but when you're standing there you're like whoa shit like this is crazy so we get there we uh eat our in and out in the sand um it was fun but yo once i got to venice i'm like yo like there's a different vibe here and i started it made me realize that i feel like every city has like a certain strip or like street or area that is just like like off the shits like it's just like it's just a i don't want to say anything bad but it's like it's a bunch of weird people and like the vibe is just like crazy and like like wild that's all i can say is like wild so like in in new orleans like you have bourbon street like i would say i was saying like venice was kind of like the bourbon street of um la not as drunk more high but but it was just kind of like wild like that and literally we get there we didn't even get to start eating our in and out yet and then there's a lady at one of like those outdoor showering stations like from like after you like swim like you just like rinse off butt ass naked just out in the open wide in the open like not even like oh like you like oh my bad i'm sorry i walked in no in the open of the area and everyone's like walking around minding their own business i'm not saying everyone's gonna be like pointing like hey lady what are you doing you know but i was like whoa what the hell's going on and then it was it was it then became a game for me and justin to determine what is what is this lady's story you know ultimately we came to the conclusion that either a she is either like not like mentally like there whatever but i didn't believe that i believe that she was on like drugs or something or option three which is also very plausible more plausible than you may think she just didn't care which was like i'm like okay i thought maybe it could have been like a homeless person you know which it could be Listen, this is going to sound kind of bad. But, like, she was not that bad. She was kind of, like, all right, so from a distance, like, from a glimpse, I'm not, like, out here staring, but I was like, yo. Like, Justin, like, got mad at me, but I was like, yo, you know what? Mm. But I th- I think that was, like, like my first, like, introduction to, like, Venice. And I was like, okay, well, after this point, it's like, what you, you don't be, like, you can't be surprised by anything but that was like very it was like it surprised him too which it surprised him which surprised me because he's been there for a few months now but that was like my introduction to venice i was like okay just people just butt-ass naked showering in the street um but i was like yeah and then we ate our in and out it got cold but it was okay uh we i i i had recently gotten a camera like an actual like photography camera I mean, as opposed to any other camera, I guess. But so I started like 
okay, you know what? I'm gonna like vlog this trip. You know, I'm gonna like take pictures. I'm gonna vlog, yo. And I felt like, okay, if there's any place that you can vlog comfortably, it has to be LA because like everyone and their mama vlogger over there, right? But I didn't have it. I still didn't have it in me, like that self confidence or like that like to not like care and like vlog everything. So I have some footage that I will be putting out soon. Hopefully, um, I'll edit it. I've been still slacking on that, but yeah. So I had this camera with me, walking around. And Venice was interesting. Like, I kind of liked it, but there was kind of also way too many people. Hold on, I heard a beep noise and I got scared. Let me check this out. Yo, I'm back. God, I'm so annoying. Literally, I left to go investigate whatever noise that came because I'm paranoid. But I then I realized that I had left my laundry in the in the washing machine. Like, after it was done, I was like, oh, shit. Like, literally, if you wait, like, more than, like, it's such a small threshold that if you leave your laundry in the washing machine, it's just going to smell like shit again. And I don't know why that's the case. I understand, okay, maybe like bacteria, but the washing machine should have killed everything. Like, what the hell's happening in a half hour time frame? They're like, oh, I'm just going to smell like shit again. Then you got to wash it all over again. God, I get pissed. Ugh, that's for another time. Anyways, what was I talking about? Venice? Yeah, Venice. Oh my God. So I didn't... I had not considered that people would be, would be like coming out because of like Labor Day. You know, it was Labor Day weekend. And so people were like, there was like hella people there. And I was like, fuck. You know, I, ha- I was like, I had my mask and everything. But then like every time we got away from like a bunch of people, I would just like take the mask off and like start breathing because it was like hot as hell. But there was hella people there. But Venice was like, it, it has its own like, that's why, that's why when I wanted to take like, um, a kind of souvenir for myself. I'm like, I know it has to be from Venice, because Venice had like the most character, out of all the places we visited in LA. <clears throat> but, but yeah. So let me now. This is now. This is where I have to take my uh gallery out to remember what the hell actually happened after that. Because the whole weekend, it honestly felt like a blur, of like what the hell actually happened. Um, oh yeah. So and I I when I got there, right, I had then made the realization of why this place was even called Venice to begin with. Like I never even made the connection between Venice, Los Angeles, and Venice in Italy. Like it never even occurred to me that those were like even the same words. Like it just I don't know. So when uh Justin was showing me around and we literally got to these like houses that were on the on the edges of like canals you know and i was like whoa whoa there's like a lot of canals in like venice and then literally even after i said that i didn't even register in my head and then justin was like yeah that's why they call it venice and i was like oh shit like i had a freaking jimmy neutron brain blast and i'm like whoa that's why they call it this you know um so now i'm scrolling through my gallery looking at all the pictures of Man, these houses on 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 the edge of these canals are freaking dope, honestly. Like it's a it's like so much it's so different than any other place that I've been to. Like like I'm used to like the freaking Midwest and how our houses are like organized, but in LA the whole system of like housing is like different. Like in like 
in in Illinois and, and like in Chicago, it's like heavily based on like a grid system, you know, where like all the houses are within a grid, which kind of made me, it makes you like more comfortable. Like if you hit a grid and you walk in a certain direction, you'll hit kind of where you need to go. But in LA, it's all zigzagged, all like randomly placed, like kind of like clumps of houses with like canals in between and like windy roads. Like it was just a different vibe, but it was so cool to see um so yeah venice was dope and then so one thing prior that i was going to talk about earlier was that prior to going on this trip there was like a warning of like yo in la and california and like southern california it's going to be like a heat wave and there's gonna be a heat warning right and so my plan originally going to la like this was my plan my plan was that i'm gonna go like meet up with justin and I'm going to, like, chill with him and, like, crash with him. And then we're going to go and go on, like, adventures that don't require, like, any kind of, like, interactions. Like, we were going to go, like, hiking and, like, exploring, like, the nature side of, like, California. And then possibly go surfing, right? And, but when we got there, like, once you're there, like, and you, you just, like, end up having, like, to do everything, right? And I wanted to avoid, like, restaurants. But luckily, all the places that we found had, like, outdoor um like seating and everything so it was okay on that part but on that trip like i one thing i realized was like la has like there's like a lot of personality and i think it's kind of like it like breeds that because like it's a place where um people go there to become something you know and in order to become so like whether it's in like any kind of industry like ranging from all the way to the typical hollywood like music and artist art like artistic stuff to like tech startups and like business ventures and entrepreneurs like la seems to be like the hub for that and in order to when everyone is all compiled into one place standing out has becomes like defaulted in a sense like it's more of it's like a land of extroverts and i'm an extrovert myself but even then i was like whoa like this is like this is like way different than what I'm used to like running around Chicago and running around LA is like way too, like so contrasting, but it was like nice to like be able to like experience that. And like, it's like very vibrant and like, and vibrant. And another like word I would like to like describe it is, is like, it's like random. Like you'll turn a corner and not know what to expect, you know? And so that's, I kind of like that adventure like side of it as well. And then we hit up what I think was, man so we hit up venice um we hit up the pier that i think i forgot i don't know what the pier is called but that was like super dope uh big ferris wheel and everything reminded me of navy pier but obviously way more californized but right now i'm literally honestly just scrolling through my um my gallery just to get like to like jog my memory on what actually happened one thing i noticed hella um art everywhere like like murals and like um even like art to that is like very well made to represent businesses right everything was like super dope um but yeah i i, I took advantage of like all like the cool sites and like busted out my camera and followed me at um i mean you're obviously probably following me but at acronym acro underscore nm and i'm basically like 
like for the foreseeable future gonna be posting like the fire pics that i took while i was there but and then so that was like it was we were like chucking in a bunch of stuff as soon as i got there like it was already like a very active day just after me like landing and then so we we kind of like just thought of shit on the fly um and then so we we actually met up with this um this girl who was friends with justin she actually went to uic with us but graduated um i think like maybe a year or two prior to me but then she was like living in la for like two years now and so when justin got out there uh her name's ashley by the way um her her instagram is ash be gone i believe and um so yeah so she like tagged along and she was like kind of like her like justin was like new there and she was like he's he still got around but like she was kind of like more of like the la resident so it was kind of like this trio going around and like adventuring and stuff but later in that day we decided oh let's just hit up malibu right that's where we'll like spend our evening went down to malibu saw another beach down there it was super dope malibu is like more bougie like as you guys may may know like it just like was a whole different vibe there from like venice where like people just like randomly walking around barefoot like shirts off like everything venice was like more posh like like sperry's and like like people wearing chubs and shit but but i like malibu it was like chill and then at malibu um that's where i had so this this day um was september 4th so like this is the day before my birthday right so this is my last day of like being 23 years old and as for a person like me, like these kind of things are like important to me. Like, what am I doing on the very last day? You know, it's actually more. It's almost as important as what I'm doing on the day that I turn the next age. You know, like, what am I doing on my last day of 23? Right. And this was kind of the reason why I had went on this trip to begin with was like, yo, like fill this cha- like end this chapter, like end this chapter 23, like on a high note, you know, with adventure and fun and friends you know um so we ended up going to this restaurant called what was it called paradise cove i believe yo like i took pictures on my like phone i don't have it on my camera actual camera but yo that food was amazing it was the first time i um tried calamari and literally like i had i was eating it like i'm such a fucking fat bitch like they brought it and i just started eating it and then i realized afterwards that oh this is what was supposed to be like the squid thing because they had talked about it previously but literally cal like it didn't feel like it just feel like someone fried something that was like a little bit squishy on the inside like i didn't taste like i didn't have much of a like a out like outstanding like it wasn't bad but it didn't have like an outstanding kind of taste you know like you needed like the sauce and the crunchiness it was basically like a squid a squid picora or something but but yeah it was all right and then the food we got tacos man damn i had like fish taco chicken taco and like a steak taco all at once um it was super dope and i was like you know what and it was like super like pretty in there like there was lights everywhere and like sand like the floor was sand so i'm like yo this is like some california shit right here is like beachside and i just felt happy and content and i was like you know what this is the reason why I made this trip. Like, for this sole reason. Like, I'm here with, like, friends. 
and like dope environment, new environment, making like new, like memorable experiences. Like that's the goal. And that's something that I'm going to continue to do as like in this like new age of 24 entering my Kobe year, RIP. Um, and another reason why I was like, you know what, how fitting and how it's fitting that I would spend my Kobe year birthday in LA. That was part of the reason why I was like, you know, I have to go, you know? So it was all coming together and I had a very exceptional last day of 23. Um, so we do that. I'm going to look through my phone, see if there's anything else that I forgot from that day. But ultimately that day went amazing. And then the next day, right. Go to sleep that night. Um, waited till midnight, obviously, because I had to like catch that, um, catch the actual switch. I like, I find it weird when people like I did it when I was a kid, but like when people don't stay up till midnight on their like birthday Eve and they just go to sleep at like 10 PM. I'm like, what are you doing? Just wait two hours. Like see the time go like that. Okay. Hey, I am now this age. So I wanted to document that. So I have a recording of that. I might put that in the vlog as well, if that ever comes out and I'm not lazy and dumb, but I had to like document that. And so that was fun. And I felt content and my scaries of like my birthday scaries kind of like went away and it was just like a fun and I felt good. So, but then the next day, right? Wake up. We were in for a busy day. Um, Justin and I and our friends, um, both Ashley and Justin's roommate were like, yo, um, this is like the perfect time to like go surfing, right? It was like a super hot day. And so Justin has his own board and Ashley has, has her own board. So when we went, I just borrowed Ashley's and went surfing for the second time. Technically I had went surfing a very, very long time ago, back in like 2012, like, um, when we, we were in like Hawaii, that sounded like a, a brag, but just, if it makes you feel any better, I had not went on a vacation like that ever since then. So this is my time to like kind of relive that, but, but yeah, so I went surfing, but I, so this is, this is the funny part now. So I, as you may know, I've probably mentioned prior, but if you don't know, then I, I don't know how to swim. Right. And so there, like, it's a weird way. Like, like, you know how they say, like, you don't forget how to ride a bike and maybe some people apply that with swimming as well. But, but when I used to live in California, I used to live in California my freshman year of high school, which was actually back in 2012, 2011, 2012. And we had a swimming unit in our gym class. And our gym class was always like mostly, for the most part, outdoors. So even our swimming like unit was outdoors. Um, cause our, like our pool was out there. And so throughout the whole unit, right? Like I didn't know how to swim, but, I ended up realizing that what was preventing me from learning how to swim, the hardest part was when you go underneath the water, right? Like not being able to see, which was the most difficult part to like mentally grasp. Like when you're underwater, you can't see. And like, I know you could open your eyes, but it's like all blurry and like chlorine and everything. And it, it, it makes me panic. So I ended up, getting goggles right and when i got the goggles i was like yo 
like it made it so much easier to learn how to swim you know but i i, I realized i made this realization way too late so i actually started learning how to swim like on the last day of our swimming unit and i was like jumping in to the 12 foot end of the pool and like coming back up because i had my goggles and i was like when i have my goggles i'm straight you know because even if i hit the bottom right i know that where to go to go back up but the you know, so now here's the thing i have never swam since then you know so i don't know if i still have that capability in me and that's in a pool setting let alone a goddamn pacific specific ocean you know like o- ocean big body water that's a completely even a lake is a completely different scenario right maybe now if i was had a pool and a, and like goggles i could swim but other than that i might as well just be a rock you know i'm gonna drown you know so so now keeping this in mind i'm like this is a great idea let's go surfing right and i it's not that i was against it because i wasn't against it i was for it i was excited for it but i also was scared you know and so talking to justin about it right like i like you guys will i'm gonna bring this up again when i'm when i have him as a guest on this podcast but like justin will like like i'm a very gullible person but i know like when justin is lying and he was like he was like oh yeah when you get that deep it's like only waist high the water and i i automatically knew i knew one obviously that's not true right and two i obviously i know that i'm gonna do it anyways so then i was like yo just excuse me i was like yo justin don't be lying to me like i know like it's not gonna be he's like no 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 no, chill fam like yo yo chill it's gonna be like up to your waist like you're fine you know and i'm like yo first of all look at these waves like they're not like some baby ass waves like some of them were kind of like legit like there were there were the waves that have the fucking the water the white stuff at the top of the water come back down you know so obviously it wasn't no it wasn't some johnny tsunami shit but like for a person who can't swim this shit's still scary right so get on my board um start like paddling out first of all that was scary in and of itself and literally like the way i operate is i can be brave if you allow me to be scared <laughs> excuse me and i have hiccups now fuck but i can be the way that the reasoning behind that is if you let me be scared i can be brave right i just have to be able to verbally address it you know i i don't pretend like oh no i'm chilling i'm not scared like i will do the same thing as a person who is brave but i have to be able to complain so the whole time i'm like yo 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 justin yo yo like yo like low-key like i'm kind of scared right now low-key i'm kind of scared right now like keep an eye on me like don't be turning around and you turn back and it's just a floating board and i'm not attached you know but i'll still do it but just like know that i'm going to be complaining or at least verbally addressing what's going on in my head um so and i and and mind you no life jackets so i just just wanted to put that out there instead there was a place that was like that i think rented out life jackets but it was like way too far away like of a walk that we were just like you know what screw it we're just gonna see what happens you know so end up paddling back paddling on the on from the shore 
first wave hits my face makes the sharp realization that oh yeah this is salt water and it does not taste good when it enters your mouth you know um i'm used to like going to lake michigan or like other like lakes that are just like it's not good to swallow that either but it's uh it just it doesn't shock you as much as salt water does and i'm like oh god damn like i that was another scary realization that if i start panicking with salt water up my nose and everything that's not good so we're paddling out i'm like kind of just i'm like staying calm but i'm like i'm like verbalizing what's going on in my head i'm like yo 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 like there's some crazy shit there's some crazy shit but um sorry my friend senna just um texted me in the middle of this while i'm recording the podcast and she's gonna hear this um texted me out of the blue do you like emo music do i look like someone who listens to emo music i mean no i mean actually uh, okay no shade but is that like oh oh, that's different than screamo right that's different i thought i was like (gasps) i don't even want to mess up my throat already but okay that's different i'm gonna reply i'd be like man listen dot 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 as my catchphrase and i'm gonna get back to the show um that's funny anyways what was i talking about oh yeah almost dying or drowning but um i guess that's the same thing anyways god i always get discombobulated okay so now we're on the um we're on the water right and i i make the very very clear realization that i had already known from before but now it's evident that obviously justin's lying because we weren't even that far out yet and i'm like i know for a a freaking fact that my feet will not touch the ground if i get off of this thing there is no there's no like it's not even like a tippy toes so it's like it went from oh yeah it's gonna be waist deep like and we get there and i'm like sitting on the board hyper focusing make sure i don't topple over just by sitting and i'm like yeah i look at justin i'm like yeah waist deep i'm like step off right now see what happens and he's like yeah it's only like a foot above like our heads and i'm like there is a stark staunch either one of those words whichever one fits difference between waist deep and a foot over your head with waves you know and and i I couldn't even be mad at him i wasn't even mad at him like not even at all because i had known i already knew i knew but I was just like, man, I just like, I couldn't help but smile in this moment. But I'm like, you know what? My birth, this is my birthday day right now. Just like, all bets are off. Just have fun. You know, obviously, don't be falling off for no reason. Like, and Justin's like, no, don't worry. There's like, because there's like a, there's like a, like a strap attached that like attaches to like this, like, this like plasticky kind of like silicon kind of like rope that attaches to the board to your ankle i'm like this will not help me this 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 latch or this 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 kind of like attachment is like like six to eight feet long you know if i lose it i lose it and i'm tumbling in the water i'm not going to be have the mental capacity to hold out drag it back towards me while i'm under the water somehow saving my life in the midst of waves right so i just kind of took that out of my mind i didn't want to give myself kind of false kind of realities because I knew I would not be able to um, achieve 
whatever safety that that will bring. If anything, that's just a way for them to find my body afterwards after I end drown. Like, oh, find that floating board. But um, so I see it, and then now it comes to like actually adjusting for the waves. So like, when the waves come, like they they it comes and like it kind of seems unthreatening until like it's actually like lifting you up and then you're like whoa i'm actually kind of high right now you know and if you're if you're going straight on right you should be fine but you need to do it before that like white shit peaks at the top of the wave because then it starts start crashing on you instead of picking you up with it so like managing that like timing was like super scary and then so once I got that, I was like, I was just on my stomach, like gripping the board and like paddle, paddle here, paddle, paddle there. And like making sure I'm in direct alignment with the wave perpendicularly. Because if that shit hits me at an angle, I'm going to be flip flop all over the place and like say goodbye, you know? So, and then there was a one time where I actually did fall off, right? And I fell underneath. And now listen, I've almost drowned before in a pool when I was little. And that same kind of feeling kind of rushed over me, but it was a lot more like swift because I ended up hitting the bottom. Like the wave kind of pushed me to the, like it gave me a push to the bottom of the ocean floor, which was about like, like we said, like maybe a foot or two away, like from the surface. And no, not a foot or two away from the surface. That means like it was a foot tall. What I mean is that I had about a, like if I was like standing on the ocean floor, um god now my mom's texting me one second okay i'm back no more distractions let's go all right what was i talking about oh yeah me being johnny tsunami um but yeah so when i when i if i were to stand on the ocean floor the the surface of the water would be about like one to two feet above me you know so i hit the ocean floor and i'm like okay good sand so i i use that like to push myself back up and luckily, the board was still kind of there. So I grabbed it, and then I was able to come back on. That was, like, the only time where I, I legitimately fell off the board into the ocean. And then I was like, okay, you know what? Everything after this has to be more strategically planned on how I, like, choose to go about hitting these waves, you know? And after a certain while, like, I started, like, I wasn't scared anymore. I was like, I was like, well, as, as long as I can hit the bottom, I can always just bounce back up in, in in between waves you know so that made me more calm and then i had more i started to have more like fun with it and i like i didn't i didn't um have the chance i guess to stand on the board or like at least try to i think we like i just like we just like stopped before i even got that um brave which is probably a good thing but the next time i surf right Next time I go to LA, um, or anywhere, with Justin as my instructor, I'm gonna make sure that I have a standing shot with me on the board. Um, me carving up some gnarly waves, right? And that's my that's my next goal. Like I feel like I don't know if I'll know how to swim at that point until then, but regardless, I'm gonna do it. I need to get some standing shots catching a wave. So. That's the goal. <clears throat> so that was honestly like one of like, and then after I was like done, I was like, yo, 24th birthday, surfing in LA with my homies. Like, 
this was like this is so dope and then that kind of like pushed away a lot of that kind of anxiety that i had like going into having like a new year like being in god being in a new year i don't even know how to talk anymore but now i'm gonna be looking at more images because i'm like what else did we do on that day we literally just i just put on my board shorts and we're walking around and what i freaking surfed in for the rest of the day running around but and then justin had his like freaking um his wetsuit so i might need to look into that next time because if i go when the water is a bit colder that will come in very the water was like super warm though thank god because it was like a super hot day but um oh yeah so scrolling through um later that day i wanted that day to be like memorable like like memorable and like for a purpose so i i made a mission to go out and find um a mural and i found the perfect mural that wasn't too far from um justin's crib and it was a mural of both nipsey hustle and kobe bryant and i was like um and i was like i wanted to get a picture with it but before I, like even just seeing it physically in person and like memory like remembering like how much like both of these like men like how like they affected kind of my life like kobe in a more of like aspirational and like motivational in terms of like grind like grit determination like effort you know and persistence and like greatness you know and then a lot of those also apply to nipsey but like his ability of like bringing together community artistically like his like like his humanitarian efforts even like i would call that like even in la like it sounds like that's reserved for like i guess like terrible like, catastrophes but like humans are humans and like people like need help and community like communities like that are underserviced and like forgotten and just kind of left to the side like he just like grew from that and like was did was doing so much to like doing everything in his part of what he can help with you know in that area specifically in la and then that makes me like like realize like there's probably more of an impact like nipsey pestle probably made more of an impact in la than probably many politicians that have came and went and it makes me realize that greatness and success will give me even like even without achieving that but like as like individuals of our communities right we can do so much to help the people around us you know and that's kind of one of the big takeaways that i took from nip and also like the many takeaways i took from growing up and watching kobe as i talked about on my black mamba podcast like it just seemed so like it, like I, I, I thought I would feel sad and I was sad, but it, like seeing them like m like muraled on the wall, like it just made me feel assured that, hey, like on this drive for like trying to be something greater than you are now, like it's worth it because like these legends have achieved so much and have immortalized themselves. So like, I don't know, it's just kind of like a nice way to cap off like that night and of like my 24th birthday and like i don't know 
It was just very motivational. And so that night, we decided, like, hey, okay, we're in LA right now. Like, what if we just freaking just made a short road trip to San Diego? So basically, off of strict um, spontaneity, we're like, yo, like, fuck it. Let's go to San Diego, right? And I actually have um, one of my design and creative mentors lives down there. So I was like, it would be great to see her as well, you know? So, yeah, next day, um, we get it, get in the whip, have a small little um, road trip to San Diego. On the way there, we stopped by this, this like, um, museum of surfing, right? And this was actually uh, Justin's roommate's, Matt's idea, because he knows that, like, Justin loves surfing and, like, so does Ashley and, like, it was just, like, a... Like, it was, like, a dope spot to hit, like, on the way there. It was, like, it was, like, it wasn't, like, a huge, like, museum, but, like, it had, like, a lot of cool, like, um, like, surfboards throughout the years and, like, like, important surfboards to, like, the evolution of the kind of sport and the art of it, like, the history of, like, how it came to be, um, like, starting off in, like, Hawaii and everything. Um, but, yeah, it was, like, it was, like, amazing. It kind of, I'm a very impressionable person so like whenever i like see a new thing i'm like yo i want to be that thing like i want to i want to add this to my thing of things that i do very specific (laughs) but like whether it's like snowboarding um whether it's like even like artistic stuff like podcasting video making like animation photography music like sports like Every time I see something, I'm like, yo, I want to do it. Like, especially when, like, people who do it, like, do it looking cool. I'm like, yo, I want to do that. So, they, like, motivated me. Like, yo, I'm going to, like, make somehow, some way, eventually down the line, make surfing a part of my kind of life. So, that was, like, really cool on the way there. But, so, we got down there. um, And I was able to meet up with my um, design mentor, which was super, super dope. Um, And she showed me around San Diego and I honestly like LA, like I, I, like I liked LA, like it was fun, but like, I didn't feel like, like Justin keeps telling me like, Oh, you should move to LA. You should move to LA. But I'm like, I don't know if LA has like, like I have that kind of like connection or like vibe with LA. Like, it just seems like it's too, like maybe, like maybe busy, but also like, all over the place for me like i like to be in a place where like the 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 actions that i do will have more of like a ripple effect right for the area like in chicago i feel like as a creator i can make a like like big fish small pond kind of thing even though chicago is not a small city in any circumstance but in regards to like the la's and the new york's right where there's like highly set like a high saturation of talent and people trying to quote-unquote make it and everything like i don't want to be lost in the sauce you know i want to like have my own like domain you know which i feel like i can have in like like in like the chicago and chicagoland area and everything like that but when we went to san diego i was like yo like san diego is nice like it's more of a chill vibe like but like and i was talking to my uh, mentor about it and she was like yeah like they like they say that like San Diego is like a um like a midwestern city on the west coast and I'm like I totally feel that like it just seems like more like homey you know and not like hustle bustle everyone running around and not 
like i don't know even though la is super dope but i felt like yo san diego not gonna lie like it could be a temporary move for me like one like one of these days but no matter where i go even if it's like like i, I always say i would only want to live in like the sh- like chicago or like northern california like the bay area because i used to live there and i loved it like San Diego could be on that list too, but as long as I have the means to come back to Chicago whenever I want, as much like, like, that's what I need. Like I need to like have a firm base here at all times. But so going through San Diego is super dope. But then down there, um, made a very, like, like I mentioned earlier in this podcast, um, about the air quality. Um, it got even worse in San Diego. Because there was more, like, the fires that were down there were more nearby, right? And then you could really, like, it started really become apparent. I didn't realize what it was because it just, I felt like I just didn't feel good, you know? And what it kind of felt like for me, like, as I was in it, was it kind of felt like, or, like, starting off, it felt like being car sick all the time. Like, being car sick, like, as you're walking outside. Like having the feel feeling of like that kind of like nausea, like nausea, and kind of like a little bit of like che- like there was actually not a little bit like there was like chest pain. It was like hard to breathe, and then I was like, "Damn! Like why are these all like so similar to like having like a freaking Rona?" You know. So now now I'm getting paranoid. I'm like, "Do I have the Rona or is the air really bad or both?" You know. But ultimately, like I didn't have any like fever and I wasn't having like like body pain so i was like okay like that would have been really bad because then i was like oh this is not just regular bad air quality sickness but luckily like i mean luckily i guess it was only like because of the bad air quality but literally it like it just gives you headaches makes you nauseous makes it hard to breathe makes your chest hurt makes you fatigued and tired like you feel tired like not like just just existing you know and like lethargic but and it got really bad when we were headed to this place in San Diego called Ocean Beach. And let me tell you, remember how I mentioned earlier how every city has their like quote unquote bourbon street of like wild like like ruckus and everything? And San San Diego has Ocean Beach. Let me tell you, Ocean Beach is probably one of the shittiest places I've ever been to. And it what made it even worse was compounded on the fact that one, it was like pandemic, and there was way too many packed into goddamn Ocean Beach, and like not even like I'm saying Ocean Beach is not there. There is a beach there, but Ocean Beach is the name of the city. So I'm this is including the streets. Like we didn't even make we didn't even go on the beach at Ocean Beach. We were like just like on the streets, and there's way too many people, and I would say about. 75 to 80 percent of people were wearing masks still but like still like a whole 20 percent is a lot and it's like too many people close to each other and i was getting really uncomfortable and i was like yo like people like screaming and shit like this like well i don't know if she was homeless but this like crazy lady like like ran started running up to me and was like don't listen to them don't listen to them right and i was like oh shit like and i was like nice because i don't know like you never know if it's like either mental illness or if it's drugs. So I'm just like staying calm, right? I feel bad for saying crazy lady now, but 
it was the the, the situation was pretty crazy um and i was like yo lady like okay lady i won't listen to them relax like just uh, and then i was like okay who is she telling me not to listen to the government freaking like like t-pain who who should i not listen to uh i love t-pain but um so and then and on top of that the air quality was really bad so i felt like i needed to throw up and it was just like so shitty but i got one of the but at ocean beach is actually like the silver lining was was that i got some of the best pictures that i've ever like took so far with this like new camera that i got and i'm trying to like get into like becoming like a photographer photographer so i got some fire shit and i haven't even posted that i might post it after i launched like um published this episode because it's like freaking amazing so much so that i'm gonna submit it to the national geographic like photo like instagram page where like they take like like community people's like photos and like repost them and share them so i may not be good enough to make it on there but i think it's like pretty fire but and it was due to as part of it was due to the fact that it's such a weird condition for this this the sky with like the kind of filter that the smoke and the ash kind of like puts over with mixing in with the clouds like the sun turns like a bright like large it, the sun seems enlarged and also like a like red as hell like it's like a red sun like on some superman shit right and so that was like really crazy and it made it made that trip worth it but on like coming back from ocean beach like that's when like that bad air quality like sickness like was really hitting me and i was getting paranoid like oh man is this rona's or is this like bad air or is it both but san diego was super cool um my mentor had um had a tesla and that was the first time i'd ridden in tesla and when she hit the i was gonna say hit the gas when she hit the acceleration yo that shit zoomed i was like man i need to get me one of these one day i want to run through my all my my gas car options first because i know that once i go tesla i'm probably not gonna go back so i want to get like all my muscle car phase and stuff like that out of the way and hopefully i'll be successful enough to successful enough to have multiple cars so that one day um i don't have to like choose like this is gonna be my only car but that's in the future hopefully maybe not too distant future but yeah san diego was dope um california as a whole was dope and honestly it wouldn't have been like that if it wasn't for uh justin's hospitality and he made it like seem like he like dropped everything like for me you know like to make sure i had a great time and i had like a great like birthday weekend and i hope i'm not missing any fun stories from that trip because there was a, so much that happened. I'm just trying to give you the highlights because if I had to like go deep, deep into everything that happened, then I'd be here forever, even though it was just a weekend. But yeah, he even got me one of those like little Debbie like cupcake kind of things. And <laughs> he wanted to give me like a birthday cake kind of thing. Um, So he took, <laughs> he took a Q-tip and lit it he lit an end of a Q-tip on fire using the stove and st and stuck it in. Like, he broke it in half, so I obviously didn't get fuzzy stuff in the cupcake. But he stuck the stem into the cupcake, a burning Q-tip that was lit by a stove. 
and then I blew it out as like my birthday cake. And honestly, the fact that he did that meant like the world. Like I don't care about like big extravagant things or like even like I like people that that was just like it just solidified like yo like I have great friends who are willing to like even just like the thought of him doing that like I didn't even think of wanting to even have a cake or anything but just that like it just I don't know lost for words but Justin I love you you're the best can't wait to go back um he's gonna be our resident like our resident LA guide and yeah hopefully when I go back get some more AMA friends to come along with me it'll be a party but yeah and I also want to make a quick shout out to all of my other friends who uh friends and family who reached out to me on my birthday and um hit me up and like gave me kind words and all of that like honestly like all of that combined with the experience and everything it makes me realize that this last like few months of this like year and like this whole like pandemic and whatever like and i was like kind of down on myself that all those encouraging words like words like actually like have an effect on me like i'm a very words of affirmation type of guy so when like people like tell me things like verbally like either that they're proud of me or that hey you're not being a dumb bitch even when i am or that i'm like doing a good job and i'm like working like towards my dreams like that means a lot so i just want to thank everybody and i think this could be a good time to wrap this episode up and not making any promises but hopefully i i plan as i always do to kick it into like a another gear um with not only these podcast episodes but now with this camera another reason why i got it was to make videos so look keep a keep an eye out for danger knock videos to come out as well but thank you for listening and as always if you made it this far i love you and until next time deuces